Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the latest edition of the Bird Brains, along with uh, former Philadelphia Eagle tight end, current publisher of Jersey Man and Philly Man magazine. I'm Ken Dunnick and my partner, Mark Eckel of the Trenton Times and NJ.com. Mark, how are you? Do you have the draft hangover? <laughs> yeah, I got a, yeah, I got a real hangover. Yeah, I keep working hard for a couple of days. I'm not used to that anymore. Uh-oh. Well, you're living the nice retired life down exactly. there in Myrtle Beach. But uh, so, let, so let's get right into it. Uh, most of the people that I've talked to, the experts, the people in football, like what the Eagles did. We'll start at the top. They traded up three spots. They gave up their slot at number 25, a fourth rounder and a sixth rounder for Andre Dillard. 6'5", 315-pound tackle out of Washington State. Obviously a move to fill Jason Peters' shoes when he retires, most people think, at the end of this year. Well, I love it. I mean, I I didn't just like the move. I really, really, really liked the move. I think Andre Dillard, I'm, I'm, I'm stunned that he lasted to 21. I Again, I, I talked to guys in the league, scouts, general managers, former general managers, whatever, and he was a consensus, not even close. He was the by far the, the unanimous, the guys I talked to, number one offensive lineman in the draft. Yeah, I mean, he, well, he didn't go one. Jonah Williams went ahead of him. I think that was a mistake. Now, I, actually, um, Garrett Bradbury, who was considered very good also, went ahead of him. But, I mean, Dillard should have been the first one taken. He's well, a, I, I agree. I, when I saw Dillard on film, he looked to me to be like Jason Peters. He's a big, wide guy. Nice wide stance, very hard to get around with the pass rush. Looks to be a decent run blocker, and at six five, three hundred fifteen, he takes up a lot of space. Yeah, he's a pure left tackle, and not a lot of guys are anymore. Um, he's not a guard, he's not a right tackle. He's a left tackle, which is the hardest thing to find on the offensive line. And they found him. His run blocking, he could be good. He never had to do it because they threw the ball a thousand times a game at Washington State. So he 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 will have to get used to doing some run blocking and, and used to um, more of a three-point stance, you know, uh, but he's, but that's, no, that's a great pick. And they knew where they had to go to get him. They had to get ahead of Houston because Houston was take Houston would probably couldn't believe their eyes that, that he was going to fall, fall in, into their lap. Uh, and the Eagles made them move up. Yeah. They gave up two picks, but I don't care if you can get a, a future left tackle. That's going to be, I think a very good one. That, that, the price they paid was, was not much at all. Mark, were you surprised at all in a draft that was known to be rich in defensive linemen that they go offensive tackle? My personal opinion is because they were able to sign Hugh Jernigan to a, a one-year deal and they expect Derek Barnett to become healthy for the upcoming season, I think it gave them flexibility to go ahead and draft their franchise left tackle. Well, if you remember, I, I've said all along they were going to go offensive line or defensive line. I, I They weren't taking a running back. They weren't taking a receiver. They weren't taking a corner. It was going to be one or the other and whatever the best the, or the, the better value was. And if an Andre Diller's there, I mean, that would have been like if um, – if Nick Bosa fell to him, I think they would have taken Nick Bosa. I mean, obviously, but he yeah. wasn't falling. He, he he went number two. So, but I mean, not to, I I don't want to oversell Andre Diller too much. But like I said, all the everyone I talked to said he was the he was the best offensive lineman. So if you have a chance to get the, if you're picking that low, if you're picking in the twenties, and you get the and you have a chance to get the best anything, you got to take him. I agree. I agree. Let's go to round two with the fifty third pick. They take Miles Sanders, a running back out of 
Penn State. They got Jordan Howard in a trade earlier from the Chicago Bears. They still have Corey Clement. I'm assuming this is the end of Darren Sproles' career with the Eagles. What do you think of Miles Sanders? I didn't love him. I don't hate the pick, but I don't, it didn't get me too excited. Um, he fumbles the ball a little too too much for my liking, which I don't. I never like backs that, that fumble because in, and if you fumble in college, well, they they hit you a little bit harder in the in the pros. I think the uh, yeah, it's kind of like a fast wide receiver that can't catch, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think the guys on the Cowboys and the and the and the Rams and the Saints are going to hit you a little bit harder than the guys at Indiana and uh, Northwestern did. So, well, why do you think? Why do you think they did it? That's awfully high to pick a running back. What do you yeah. think they saw in Sanders? They, I don't. Again, I they must they must see something that they really really like. Um, and a lot of people do. A lot of people do like Sanders. I, I would have waited. I mean, just for an example, the Green Bay Packers took Dexter Williams from Notre Dame in the sixth round. Now, is Sanders better than Williams? Yes, yes. Sanders is a better player than Dexter Williams. Um, but is he that much better? Like I would have. I thought. After Jacobs, all the running backs were kind of the same. So depending on your offense and what you like, and um, I, 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 again, I'm, I don't hate the pick because the kid might turn out to be a pretty good back. I just, I thought they were better players and more. Um, they, they could have gotten, they, they could have done better there. I mean, they, there was that all those safeties were, were were still there. There were a couple of good defensive linemen still there. I would have waited, although. I guess they didn't pick again until the what, fourth round. Well, they had the two twos, and then they had a, they didn't have anything to do yeah. the fourth. But right. they still could have got a good back in the fourth round, I think. But again, I, I don't hate the guy. I just I don't like that pick there. That's all. What do you think about four slots later? They take J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, the wide receiver from Stanford, who's the scouting report on Arcega-Whiteside is that uh, – you know, he, he looks okay at pro day, but he doesn't really play that well. And why would you take a guy at 57 that has that kind of reputation? Yeah, I mean, again, a little surprised there. Didn't think they'd go wide receiver. Um, and if they did go wide receiver, I thought they would go for more the the downfield deep threat, like kind of like what they have into, into Sean Jackson, but someone that would re- eventually replace it. Sean Jackson. Instead, they went with an Alshon Jeffrey type, big, strong. Um, this guy's probably not as fast as Alshon, though. Um, but he's a big, tough guy. He, he did score, what, 10, 11 touchdowns last year, so he'll be good in the red zone, you 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 hope. But again, I, I would have gone a different direction there. I didn't think wide receiver was that big of a need when, when you have Alshon and Nelson Aguilar and and Deshaun and even Mac Hollins who was hurt last year a little bit, but I thought they liked him. Maybe they soured on him. I don't know. So yeah, I, again, I don't, I don't hate the player again, but I just didn't think that was the right pick for them right there. Well, it is a crowded field at wide receiver, and what it tells me is that they may try to move Nelson Aguilar, who's in the last year of his deal, or, or Deshaun Jackson, maybe just the, the stopgap. Uh, if they're looking for speed on the outside, you wouldn't think they've gone wide receiver at this pick because they signed Jackson earlier, but but that was their decision. Right, and again, like you said, and I can see what, what you're saying there, and I agree that Aguilar, is, and even if they don't trade him, he is in the last year, he, he could leave next year. Same with this. But then why not get a guy more like Deshaun and Aguilar, which is a more of a down-the-field speed guy as opposed to the big... Like, this guy almost re- reminds me of a a wide receiver type Zach Ertz. I mean, he's big, and, but they have got they, they already have guys like that. I didn't. 
if, if another team that had a bunch of small, fast receivers took this kid from Stanford, I'd say, okay, well, that makes sense. They have a bunch of, you know, smaller, quick guys. They, they need the big, strong guys. The Eagles have the big, strong guys. They, right. I don't, I, again, but if, if you, I'm not going to question them. They, if they liked them, they took them. We'll see how it works out for them. But, again, I didn't love that pick at that point. Okay, no third rounder because they traded out away for the Golden Tate deal. Now we go to round number four, number 138, Sharif Miller, edge rusher out of Penn State. Your opinion? They watch too many Penn State games. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, local kids, you don't, they don't have to pay them that much to come visit, right? They come right, they, right down the road. Right, yeah, so they save a little uh, air, airfare. Exactly. Um, again, not a bad player. Uh, I can't – It's he's a, he's a guy. I mean – Again, I would have probably gone defensive line earlier with one of my second-round picks and gotten somebody a little better than, than Miller and gotten my running back or wide receiver if you wanted one of them in the fourth round. But, again, he's a, I mean, he'll, he'll be in a rotation there. He's, not gonna, he's certainly not, not going to start. They have Brandon Graham and uh, Derek Barnett. And they still, I guess that, that might be a hedge on whatever Chris Long decides to do because I'm, do we know what Chris Long is going to do yet? He keeps talking. He might retire. He might come back. He might retire. He might come back. Um, you know, I, I don't so. think we, we haven't heard definitively, but I right. I have heard the rumor mill that he is uh, thinking about retirement yeah, he, rel- he relatively saying. seriously. And again, remember this is a defensive line that lost Nagata and Bennett uh, this past off season, right. so there are some spots to fill there. Yeah, I, I, like I said, yeah, they I wanted to, I wanted a defensive line in the first two rounds, so um, they 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 needed to get one. I guess at that point. Miller was probably the obviously the highest rated defensive lineman on, on their board, so that it's not a bad. I, I think like I don't mind that pick. I don't mind that pick as much as I mind the, the two twos. To be honest with you. Okay, we jumped around five, and you know I don't know enough about this guy to have an opinion. But in talking to you before the podcast, you certainly do. They took quarterback Clayton Thorson out of Northwestern. Yeah, that was to me that was that was the worst pick of all by by far. The kid that I mean. Unless he really improves, and they think Doug and and grow, and um, those guys can 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 work with him and make him into something, because he wasn't very good in college. I mean, at, at best, he's at best he's a third quarterback this year. Well, um, you know, that's surpri- it, it that surprises me. Yeah, you know, you say that, and everything I've heard from the Eagles organization is how high they are on Nate Sudfeld. Right. So why would you invest? A, uh, a a pick in a draft that's so rich with defensive players to draft yeah. a guy who might be your third team quarterback. I mean, that's always going to be unless there's something we don't know about Sudfeld. I mean, is like uh, I mean, again, like again, I I don't know Nate Sudfeld at all. Um, they but like you said, all we hear is how much they like him and and they signed him and and um, they. they 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 didn't mind letting. I mean, they, they didn't want to lose Nick Foles, but they knew they knew that was coming. And they were not. They were convinced that Sudfeld could be a good number two. So you, you're really so, and he's young. So you're drafting a guy to be a three and in the fifth round. Like if if they had a a, a later pick, seventh round, say, and they took him in the seventh round. Okay, well he was the best guy left on our board, seventh round. Fifth round, there were still some players out there that could have helped them. I mean, you know, whether it's a an, uh, an offense, another offensive lineman, or a safety, or a linebacker. Linebacker. I told you they weren't going to draft. They don't believe in line. They just they refuse. Well, that and that's still a big hole. I mean, they're going to yeah. have to address that somehow. I don't know how. Maybe this yeah. maybe this this quarterback can play linebacker. Waiver wire. That's all I can. Can't play of. quarterback. <laughs> well, let let's let's jump around a little bit. I'm going to give the Eagles a B as a grade as far as this draft is concerned. What's your grade for them? B minus. 
B minus. Okay, you're you were a tougher teacher than I was. But, yeah. And that's and fact, that's giving and that's giving um, Dillard an A plus. Wow. I just the last pick's an F in in my mind. I mean, if if, well, if we're going to do grade, that'll that'll, that'll bring down that. your grade point average. Yeah. It's like they didn't show up that 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 day when I when I handed the test out. They didn't show up. I had to give them a zero. <laughs> hey, hey, let's jump around a little bit. Everybody's talking about the Giants moving up the draft. Daniel Jones, the guy that you think might have been available at seventeen, or they could have leapfrogged Miami, who I think was really the only threat to draft another quarterback in the first round. What are your thoughts on the Giants? They're a disaster. They're just a disaster. They really are. I don't care where Daniel Jones is not that good. Again, he, the people I talk to and who I trust, they think Jones is never going to be more than a, than a, a good backup. Um, they don't see him as a, anything near a franchise quarterback. Um, Especially when you could have you could have had Josh Allen from Kentucky. Yes. Fits their need. He's such a dynamic player, and you still might uh, get the player that you want. With that, you know, 17 or leap, leapfrog the 15th. Or, yeah, I agree. To, we're running out of time. And, yeah, you know, or, or, or worse than that, if, if you're at six and you want Jones, you really want him and you're convinced he's the guy, which I, that baffles me, but they could have – all right, they, they thought somebody was going to take him, and you bring up the Dolphins, maybe. I don't, I don't think anybody would have taken him, but the Dolphins were at 13. They could have moved down to nine or ten. I'm sure somebody would have gone up to get Allen. Oh, sure. Or Devin White. Devin White was still there. Yeah, they, who went right, they, had right after. they had text to do it. So I, Somebody would have gone up and they, they could have gotten more more draft capital by, by trading down a few spots. I mean, the Giants just – I don't think this Dave Gettleman knows what he – I hate to say it. I don't think he knows what he's doing. They're, they're well, I, I, in a mishmash of, you know, yeah, they're trying to re- rebuild, but they have a 100-year-old quarterback. And they find Golden Tate, who's not a bad player, but you're not, you don't rebuild the Golden Tate. He's 31 right. years old. All right, real quick, Washington, Dwayne Haskins, good pick? Not bad. They didn't have to move to get him. He's better than Jones, that's for sure. I'll tell you, they got a steal with a kid that I covered in the CAA. Jimmy Moreland is a fantastic corner that they got with a seventh-round draft choice. I okay. expect him to make the team. You and saw Adderley, too, right? Oh, yeah, Adderley's, Adderley's, Adderley's a star. As a matter of fact, I thought the Eagles might take a shot at Adderley. With he went to the second, Chargers. Second they had a good draft. Chargers. Yeah. That's a team that I thought had a, had a real good draft is the Los Angeles Chargers. Right. Got Mark, I like Hillary in the first round and Adderley in the second. We're out of time. Great job again. We'll look forward to doing this again next week. Okay. For Mark Echo and Ken Dunnick, have a great day. Okay, we should be right, Yeah. It goes so fast, doesn't it? It really does. Well, I mean, when you're talking good. about something that you like, yeah, yeah. That means it's good, too. When things go, when, when it, if it drags, then you know you're not doing a good play. Yeah, when, when it's good. spontaneous, it's hey, great. Hey, real, real quick while I have yeah. that Hopkins story, you don't need yeah. to get like June 1st? Oh, yeah, you always have uh, up until June like 1st to, yeah, to submit it. And uh, so I, I, next I get, yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's going to do it. Uh, he's, you know, you, you're going to have to probably hunt him down a couple of times. Me. I hope he remembers me. You know what, Mark? I, I met him at an event in Philly. He couldn't have been nicer. Oh, I love you. I told him who I was. He said, well, "Let's do a story." You know, it's, I'll come to one of your events and everything. And obviously, he's he's a big name. It could help oh, us God, out. Yeah. So, oh, I'm, when you asked, I was like, "Yeah, I'd love to do that." Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, good deal. Well, I'm I glad, you, we, glad we, you got it. We you know, spent a whole day together one time. At, it was at the Wing Bowl of all places. Yeah, yeah, you were telling me. And then, and then we we, we hung out. He was like, "Oh, I love." 
that's when I was doing a lot of radio and stuff. And he's like, I know who you are. Yeah, I love listening to you. And I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, he's, he's a real he's a real down to earth guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I enjoy talking with him. Yeah, I got some stuff to do this week, but next week I'm pretty wide wide open. So I'll, yeah, I'll, all right. I'll, we'll, uh, I'll text we'll, him first, tell him who I am and what I'm doing. I'll I'll, I'll yeah. pick the day and time when he wants to talk. Just just reference me. He'll know where it comes from. And uh, yeah. all right, we'll do this again okay. next week. We'll pick right, out a day. Thanks, thanks a right, lot, thanks. buddy. See all right.